You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Likes, guys. It is your host, Amy Gerard, and I am in Cronulla. It is pouring with rain and it's kind of cold today. Uh, I thought we were kind of over winter, but we're with my good friend, my best friend, Bezel. Got dogs. And, and I've actually got bo- both of her dogs sitting on me. Hello, maybe. Not only am I a proud... Oh, my God, I've been brought a shoe. Thank you. Not only am I a proud godmother to Hope and Cooper, but I also have two god dogs, Maple and Milo. Very, very cute. Cocker Spaniels. Ridiculously cute, aren't you, little man? Lauren um, treats them like they're humans. (laughs) Better than me. (laughs) I'm not even lying. I remember, they still sleep in your bed? No. No? no. Well. Draw the line. That's a a yes. Depends on the day. (laughs) But no. Ever since I got pregnant, because I'm so uncomfortable. Mm. You mean pregnant with hope, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also, because the baby's in your room, Mm. if they're in there and I didn't want to wake them up. (laughs) Wait, you didn't want to wake the dogs up or the baby? the dogs. Oh, God. They like their sleep. Um, Well... Obviously, you guys came on the journey with us. Um, well, it, I mean, <laughs> it was a journey. It was when was it? Back in Feb. Yeah, I um I can't remember either. But obviously, um, if you've been following along at home, Lauren has two beautiful little babies, um, both IVF babies. She struggled for you know what six years with infertility. Mm, hope it was. Five years and then I had her on the sixth year. Mm. And then Cooper was first round straight when she was four months. Because you had Cooper really soon after Hope, right? I think you, I remember you putting an egg back in when Hope was four, four months, months old. And it took straight away. And it took straight away. And so your obstetrician was like, you, you can't do that again so quickly. Yeah, I probably would have gone again straight away as well yeah. if I could have. I mean, you're a little bit crazy. I just think you're in, like, oh, I don't know. You're in the thick of it. What's the... Like, you may as well. So obviously Bezel decided that she was going to put another egg back in. How many eggs have you got left? One. Oh. And I went in and I saw the transfer and I saw how it happens. It's such an eye-opener. Like, just even seeing how tiny of a dot... You baby that, starts at? Yeah. Mm. Like, it's literally like the size of a dot of sand. Yeah, you, it, you can't you, you can't, can't even see, see it, it no. to under, the naked eye. It has to be under a microscope. That, I know. It just science blows my mind. Anyway, and obviously, you know, if you were listening and following along, the transfer didn't take. Nope. Which was really sad. I'm oh, sorry. I'm just staring straight at your boobs. It's <laughs> so big. It's so I? big. But um, I think Bezel has um some news to share with us now. This feels so delayed. Because <laughs> it was so long ago. But um, tell the lovely people of the podcast, podcast listening world. world your news. I'm pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I'm pregnant. I mean, I thought it was going to be a bit more of a build up there. Well, it's it's well, maybe if we did this podcast. Professionally, <laughs> four months ago, yeah, not with two dogs on our lap on a chair, yeah. I am nineteen weeks today, so basically the the next transfer. So after, sorry to cut you off. Sorry, after you didn't fall pregnant with that transfer, mm-hmm. the one that we announced. God, I'm gonna have to remember all this. Did yeah. you have to have a DNC or anything? No, no. Well, it, 
I oh, that's right, because you just bled. You just had it's your just period. Like, it's just like any other month that even if you tried naturally that it didn't work. Oh, it just, just get your yeah. period and you wait till you ovulate again, which happened really early. Do you remember? Yes, I remember. At like day 12 or something. Even earlier. So with the, one, with, the, with the one that didn't work, that month I ovulated day 16. This is just a note to everyone to not go up for apps because everyone that tells me they're trying for a baby mm. and they say they use an app to track mm. it, apps are generic. They don't... Yeah, they're not tailored to... Get an ovulation stick or get a blood test or do something else because just don't go off an app. Anyway, I basically almost felt like I bled. We did the podcast and then I was ovulating. Remember how quick it was? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And I remember calling them going, are you sure? And they're like, no, we've done like five blood tests. You're definitely ovulating. And it turned out the transfer was on the day that I was moving into this house. Remember? Yeah, that's right. Which everyone was like, what are you doing? You're moving house. Don't, don't do it this month. But it was such a blessing because I was so distracted from yeah. it. Whereas a month before the one, the one that I did the podcast through, I felt like I was so invested in every single day, every single feeling. Whereas this one, it was like... I had to pack up a house, move a house, mm. settle into this house, mm. and I didn't have time to sit there and think about oh, anything. Is, am I nauseous? Nothing. Oh, was that cramp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also knew. Well, when did you go to Bali? May the 1st or 2nd, I think. So when you were in Bali is when I found out, but I, I feel like I knew. Straight away? Oh, I knew like 10 days before my period even came. How did you know? Well, because I tested. Because I'm <laughs> so impatient. I tested. I could see that I had the drop, so I saw it go really faint after I had the yep. HCG injection, and then bit by bit it started getting darker. So I was like, the HCG's out of my body, so it has. To, it's only getting dark, and I felt like I got dermatitis. You got that? <laughs> I, yeah. I had like the the real stretching pelvic pain, like the ligament stretching. Yep. And I just knew, like, like I said, it's my third. Well, not my third pregnancy, but like I've the been, third time. I've been well, pregnant enough to know when I'm pregnant. Did you feel like when you, that first one that I came to you with, did you ever f- think you were pregnant then? Yeah. You did, I, right? I, I do think that you, well, I don't know about, some people don't feel like they are. I think it's a coping mechanism. But what I didn't mention in my last podcast was, Yes, it was a negative, but it was a chemical pregnancy. So mm. the reason I felt pregnant and had signs I was pregnant was because it wasn't that I was not, it just wasn't growing how it should. Does that make sense? What's a chemical pregnancy? That's I feel like we've discussed this before. Co- but To make it like dumb down, it's basically when it starts to happen and it stops happening very early. So most, it's super common, but... Because a lot it's of people, so early, and it, and it just you, you wouldn't even just, have tested. Whereas because I'm a testing freak, oh, and then when I, sa- so for those people who aren't testing or who aren't actively trying, you wouldn't even know. You just get your period. And the only reason I knew for sh- certain was because when I got the negative, it's over a hundred is considered like a viable pregnancy. pregnancy, and I was un- just under that. I've had heaps of them as well, so they're a real head mess because. Obviously, you get po- like you're getting positives, right? Yeah. Hence, why I was getting positives. Remember, I was like, I was upset because I'd gotten all these positives, and then yeah. all of a sudden, it was a negative blood. And do some people, do some like doctors say like it's not even a pregnancy? You can't call it that. No. Oh, they so they definitely say so it's a chemical I, I, pregnancy. I don't know what the 
there's a range like under say um don't quote me on this but like say under 20s like you're not like it's like that so there's yeah, ranges yeah. that it falls yeah. in like maybe a gp would be like that yeah, but not yeah, an ivf yeah. doctor because they obviously study results and yeah of course yeah <laughs> How has your third pregnancy been? You're laughing because you know. (laughs) She has had the biggest shit show of the last three months. We're not even like pregnancy aside. So the first like. You were really crook, eh? Six to 12 weeks, six to eight weeks was horrible. And then I made the doctor retest me because I wanted to get off the progesterone Progesterone. because I was convinced that was what was making me sick. Anyway, oh. I did the test and he was like, yeah, you don't need to be on it. So from eight to ten weeks, that was like manageable sickness. Like I wasn't yeah. like – it was annoying. But And then from ten to twelve, it kind of completely – So when we – I remember there were days when you could not even get out of bed. It was nausea, but it was also headaches. Remember the headaches? Yeah. I was like, I just needed to be in a dark room. Have they gone now? I just literally took Panadol then. Not- they're not as They're not as – Bad. bad like they're manageable whereas those ones before I was like wow this is what I'm I remember I went to the doctor and I was like he was like you can't take anything and I was like please <laughs> help me <laughs> he said it was all uh tension right yeah he called it like this tension headache and he was like just get Trent to massage you and I'm oh. like I don't think that's gonna help and yeah it lasted a good week and a half of mm. like nothing working and now it just comes and goes like it's fine mm-hmm. so that was six to 12 weeks at 12 weeks Trent went <laughs> to a boy <laughs> a, a, a boy trip. surf trip in his defense it yeah. was Booked. it was he was supposed to go pre-kids which was obviously almost three years ago but because of COVID it got mm. cancelled and then it worked out that it was this time and it was for 12 days I think and that actually wasn't as bad as what I thought it was, was going to be because by then I was feeling better. Better. And then, <laughs> so what are we at, 14? Yeah. Then Cooper got hand, foot and mouth, <laughs> right? And he had it only in his mouth and it was a week of <sighs> hell. Yeah. He, like, he was in our bed every night. He'd just cry for hours. Nothing would work. Anyway, we got through that. We had one week where everyone was fine and then the head and foot and mouth came back (laughs) and then it was everywhere. Everywhere. Not in his mouth this time, on his face, on his body. Oh, and he had conjunctivitis at the same time. Mm. And then that got better (laughs) and then hope Went in for, what do they call it? Um, so tonsillectomy. So she got her tonsils, her adenoids and She grommets. got grommets put in her ears. Now, <laughs> Amy bum-steered me and said, it's not as bad as you think. No, no, no. I said. My kids were fine. I said, you will be fine as long as you stay on top of the medication. The whole, like, leading up to that surgery, all I really thought about was the day because everyone's like, oh, it's so bad seeing them go to sleep. Yeah. It's going to be like you're not going to be able to cope. Like, And then Amy was also talked about the re- when they wake up from the anesthetic. anesthetic. So they were kind of like my two things that I just focused on. I didn't really think about the aftermath or the recovery that much. Anyway, I got her up at 5 o'clock. We were going in at 6. We took her favourite teddy, which turned out to be... 
a godsend. The best thing ever. So we walked in. They were like, try to weigh her. She's like, no. They tried to take a height. She was like, no. And then I said, oh, let's, you know, let's do Care Bear's weight, Care Bear's height. And then all of a sudden it just, Mm -hmm. everything changed. She was like, oh, Care Bear got it. Hope his turn. Hope his turn for everything. And then because the nurses saw that, then when they started to have to do things, they would take the Care Bear's temperature and the Care Bear's whatever. Anyway, so it just made it less traumatic. So by the time... She walked into the not walked into the room. She operating was theater. operating theatre. They had a mask for Care Bear and they had a mask for Hope. And they're like, "Oh, Care Bear's going to go to sleep. Then it's going to be Hopey's turn." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so that whole worked up how I was like. Everyone was like, "She's going to shake and her eyes so are going to roll back." So she just laid down and went to sleep. She she literally said, "Hopey's turn." Oh my god. When I took Kobe in there, he was like, fine, 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 fine. And then as soon as they tried to put that mask on him, he had this like absolutely, it was just like sheer terrified, right? And he was like trying to grab me and crying and and it was horrible. But he was also, that's what I tried to tell you about. So I I was, the whole time I was just like, I just need to get through putting it asleep. Mm. And then... She just went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't that wasn't too bad. So I remember bringing you, you're like, how was it? It was fine. And I was like, no, it was it was actually really <laughs> easy. Piece of piece. And at this point, Trent and I were deciding just to back step one step. Trent was deciding, do you want to go in with her or do you want to look after Cooper? Mm. Now, Cooper was at the back end of head and foot and mouth. Mm. I was so done with Cooper because <laughs> of like just two weeks of just hell with him I was like I'm going with Hope she's going to be so sedated for the day I'm going to be able to lay in bed and just, just relax I'm just I'm don't have to deal with whingy boy right so she woke up she was she was hysterical yeah but she was hysterical not for any other reason but she wanted to take the cannula yeah out of her hand yeah. right and they just kept saying no 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 you got to have the cannula and I just kept thinking she came and said to me it has to be in for 24 hours I was like oh <laughs> I can't even imagine 24 hours of this. Anyway, she ripped it out. So <laughs> that was that. Now what comes with that is no medicine going through the cannula. Mm. She has to physically take it. When Hope takes medicine, Satan <laughs> comes into her body and she just turns absolutely hysterical. Like, I was sending Amy videos going, what? <laughs> how am I going to do this for the next seven days every, you know, however many But hours? not even hysterical as in like she's crying. It's like she's got so much energy. It's like she's double dumped a pinger and she's at a rave. So we, we went into the room and I remember thinking she's not tired. Like <laughs> she's not even the slightest bit sleepy. And I said to the doctor, oh, like I thought, like I know when I've had a general anaesthetic, that whole day I'm kind of like in and out drowsy. of drowsiness. And she's like, yeah, I think it has gone the other way because yeah. she was running around the ward. She was in the kitchen. She stopped, like she took about 15 biscuits. She was asking for cake. She was just absolutely crazy. <laughs> and I was like... I've picked the wrong kid. <laughs> and then I want Trent's messaging me saying, oh, he's just, watch, he's just laying down watching Peppa, Peppa Pig. And I was like, have I, what have I done? <laughs> I've had 16 weeks of hell. What, like, what have I done? You've drawn this short story. Anyway, 
because again she was in a bed and not in a cot she was like yeah this is great I can get up and down I can do what I want and at nine o'clock at night I remember saying to the nurse like she didn't have a day sleep she's never missed a day sleep Mm. she's literally peaking she's bouncing off walls what do I do she's like oh she'll crash soon I'm like yeah how soon (laughs) anyway at 11 o'clock at night I rang Trent and I said I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Like, I can't. I've been here since 6 a.m. I'm so uncomfortable. I started getting sick from the air con. Air con, yep. And I went home. Mind you, Cooper went to bed at 6.30 that night, slept through the whole night. I was like, <laughs> of course he did. Anyway, and then the next seven days, I reckon I cried, like, <laughs> every single day multiple times because she was just – Horrific, And I don't even feel like the pain med work. And they gave me endone to take home, which was like I had to give her because Panadol and Nurofen weren't doing anything. But if I gave her endone, she was, she was crazy. bouncing off walls again. I was like, I remember ringing and I was like, do you have anything stronger? And they were like, no, alone. she's two. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just put her into a coma for like a week but and she then would, let she, her tonsils recover? She would work herself up so much that she would vomit her medication up. So then we had to resort to Pesser, um, suppositories. No, suppositories, yeah. Because did the, you have to, you I have didn't to do lube it. them up? I didn't do it. Yeah. No, because they're already like almost jelly-ish. Like they're not. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a primrose oil capsule thing. Yeah, they're thing. not like a Panadol tablet, you know. Anyway, day seven, we turned a corner. And she just went back to normal. Yeah. So seven days. So I feel like. But everyone had- told me day. Like, I feel like hope was the opposite because hope. everyone. Yeah. Cause everyone told me day seven, like to 10 is when it like will really. Oh no. Ramp up. I, and I, I was like day seven, even day six. She was, she was heaps better, but pre day six, it was absolute. Yeah. I remember saying to you, you just going to have to get through the next couple of days. And I, promise it'll come good but you were just like in the eye of the storm and, and you think, weren't sleeping because she was because waking up every two hours I think because I'd also had the two weeks pre yeah with pre hand, that, with hand mouth. from mouth yeah I was like ringing you just going I, it, like, this, what have I, I done am I in hell <laughs> I'm like this like I, I don't even, at this had, stage am I even pregnant because I don't even know do you remember you just had a debilitating headache for like three weeks yeah. and nothing nothing it was it's just been like I want to say it's like oh my god I'm pregnant it's beautiful I'm really enjoying it <laughs> you're and, allowed to talk the truth and I, it's not now other than the fact that I'm really tired I'm fine like I'm in the cruisy yeah 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 you're in sometimes sec- you even forget that you're pregnant, pregnant. But the difference between (laughs) – Can you hear hear the dog snoring on my lap? He's full out cold. I mean, that's a she. It's – well, anyway. Anyway, um, If you can hear snoring, it's it's not not us. us. (laughs) We're not falling asleep. So, yeah, it's been – So you're in the second trimester. You're feeling a little bit better, but you're feeling more pregnant than ever, right? Yeah, I was just saying to Amy just before we got on here, I was like, I feel like out of nowhere I'm being – I really put it on a nose. Um. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Um, I feel like it's really just hit me, like the pains and aches and 
I remember my third pregnancy. And was that the one you were sick? Yeah, I had nausea the whole entire time I was pregnant with my third, which is why I was so adamant it was a girl because I never had nausea with Bobby, but I had it with Kobe, uh, with Charlie. You know what? And then too though, yeah. Because I was thinking about this with me because I feel like I'm really feeling it this time with Charlie and with Bobby. Like I don't. It's it's different because you're doing so much less you were doing so yeah and now and I felt like with when I was pregnant with the third I just there was no downtime like I never ever got to relax I had to make dinner every day like and clean and wash I yeah I wasn't even going to work I just sat in my bed yeah and with with Cooper Hope was four months old like she was tiny Mm. so I wasn't like running after a two-year-old so this one it's like is it bad or is it just I'm busier and I'm feeling it more I don't know no, it's just because there's no time for you to rest mm. and relax and look after yourself. Mm. And then, like, even the week come the weekends, like, you've still got two kids. Should and we a talk husband. about a weekend? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, will also just firstly finish up with what date you are due. So I'm due the 8th of January. Yep. However, because I'm having a cesarean... It will be between Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> which again is a bum steer. <laughs> it's maybe it's the worst week of the year. It could be. Um, it's going to be the twenty seventh or twenty eighth. Oh, in between Christmas and New Year's. Well, I'm thirty eight on Christmas Day. Do you normally book in on thirty eight weeks and a bit? Oh, okay. So you could probably. It'll be the twenty seventh or twenty eighth. Ah. Unless something obviously goes wrong. Or and whatever. what's your prediction? You reckon, boy or girl? <laughs> um, boy. Yeah? I've said boy for all three now. Have you? Yeah. I thought I knew that Hope was a girl. No, you didn't. Yeah, I said girl. You didn't. I, I, <laughs> I, listen. Ryan said girl. I have a hundred. Boy. I've got a hundred percent fail rate. I've got a hundred percent fail rate. Yeah. So I, I think boy as well, which means it'll probably be a girl. Mm. Do you have a preference? No. No. I think because now that I've had both. It doesn't matter, right? No, no, not even that. I think what you get out of both like hope is super easy, super independent. Mm. So if you ask me, I'd say girl, right? Because mm. she's been a breeze. Yeah. Yep. But then there's Cooper who wants to be back in my uterus. Yeah, so and loving. he's so loving, and you just see him, and he just wants to cuddle me so much. So then, like, then there's wanting that again. Yeah. You know. So yeah, either or. As long as they're just a little less busy. I, I feel like just based on the ultrasound videos alone, I feel like this might be your busiest one. I remember you uploaded a video of your 12 weeks again and it looked like it was no, boxing. It wasn't 12. It's 10. It was boxing. It was like shadow boxing yes. in your uterus. Yeah. Didn't and the, the lady's like, oh. Wow. <laughs> but I feel like they say that for everything. But mine, I remember Kobe. He was like a slug. And they were like, he is very big. He's in the hundredth percentile. There's not a lot of room in there. Yeah, I always get we can't take photos. They're they're um they're moving too they're much, moving too, which uh, is exactly what they're like. What they're like. <laughs> My children are like. I remember pre kids. Amy would say, "Oh, like you're so chilled. You're gonna ha-. like." We always talk about like our, our kids like they're like how much comes from their parents and their yeah. personalities and whatever. And Amy was like, you're so chilled. You're just going to have like almost a little stoner baby because it's, <laughs> it's just going to be so chilled. And my kids are, are not stoner babies. So busy. Like I know, I know probably everyone says that, but I'm like, I've asked you before. I'm like, is this normal? And you're like, they're just very, very 
busy. Yeah, they're just very like they like to explore and they like to. Cooper wants to like. Cooper wants to mount everything and climb. <laughs> That's very boy boyish. But Hope's busy, but she's also like fiercely independent. Yeah. Boss anyway, woman. so I'm just praying this third one just attaches itself to my ankle because <laughs> I don't I, I don't like... know how I'm going to parent another one of them. <laughs> well, how old will Hope be when this one comes out? So it'll be three, two, and newborn. Yeah, but three and what? Well, like two months. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she'll be okay. Three and two months. He'll be two and one month, and. So you've done an Amy doing three under four. It's chaotic. I like it because it's like we're home for naps. They're all napping. They're all yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah. At, you know, they're all. I just feel like we're doing everything at. And then the same you time. know what else you'll do? You'll move all. Uh, like I feel like I was a stay-at-home mum for like I felt like for five six years I was like real mum mode, mum 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 mum. And then when Kobe, you know, after he turned two and a bit, started going to preschool, I feel like all of them we all in unison moved out of like the baby stage yeah. and then I started you know working and then it's like we're all into I'll t- I'll tell you yeah. the only thing that I find about having them young like having them so close is you know when you're like oh my second and you kind of know what you're doing a little bit more because you've already gone through it so mm. like by the time does that make sense yeah, yeah. yeah so I feel like I still like will ring you and be like oh hope's done this mm. and I've got two kids but I should know what I'm doing but I probably don't because they're so close. Does, do you know what I'm saying or no? As in like... When you have a gap. like A bigger gap. You have like a four-year-old and then you have a two-year-old and you've, you've, you've gone through everything, whereas I have a two and a one-year-old, so I'm still very much in like... It's almost like you're still just asking still for the new. one child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, everything's still really new to me and like, like we're still going through the first head knock, yeah. whereas you've probably had like three before you've yes. had one. Do you know yep, what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. So like that kind of that kind of thing I'm hard because I'm still look at myself as a relatively new mum, but I've got You're about children. to have you're about, about to have your third. third. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, mean? I remember having Bobby and even though Charlie was only twenty two months, I swear to God I was like, oh I f- like I forget mm-hmm. I forgot or I was like I remember taking Bobby to the doctors being like he do- he hasn't like he doesn't wake up. Like and she goes, Is this your first child? And I said no, it's my second. She goes, do you forget that the first six weeks they're just asleep basically oh, for what, 20 what hours? Did and me? I was like, I think I have forgotten this. Like I can only imagine like having a bigger gap. I would, I, it'd be like becoming a mum all over again for the first time. Like, you just forget everything. Someone, a doctor said to me the other day, oh, is this your first child? Because I said something. I was like, how? No, so you were at the doctor's, how, remember? What was it about? I was like, how patronising are you? Um, I think it was because you'd taken Cooper up, remember, when he had hand, foot and mouth? And... You were getting his ears ch- tested or something? Something they were- happened and they were like, oh, it's your first child. And I was like, no. And even if it was, what are you doing? Yeah, they were being <laughs> like, like passive aggressive. Sh- shut up. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like we should have brought you this news sooner, <laughs> considering she's almost halfway. Well, she is halfway because after weeks. you do the cesarean, yeah, she's halfway. But um, we are still occasionally heading out. <laughs> We had a night out on the weekend. You know what I learned on the weekend? What? I just need to know that I can't keep up anymore. Like, yeah. I think you, every, we par- every part of me wants to, wants to be like, and like, even I, I said to Trent, like, I want to stay up and I want to not be tired or I like, I want to go out for dinners and like all of that stuff. But 
if the weekend taught me anything, the how my body felt on the next day, Sunday, I was like, God, what, what was I thinking? But you know what? You the way I look at it is, you just got to remember this is just a season, and I don't feel like I went out. I remember going out when I went to a wedding in New Zealand when I was nine weeks pregnant with Kobe and a lady coming up to me asking me if I was halfway oh and I was like, yeah, yes, I am. Yeah. You know what I think it is though? What? The only thing that like the one thing, not the only thing, the one thing that has sucked about taking so long to have babies is pretty much all my friends are out of the baby pregnant stage. baby mat stage. So like, yeah, if I think if everyone's going through it, you kind of don't feel it as much. But when... Well, if everyone was going through it, we would have gone for dinner at Toddy's and then and gone, gone home. home. And that's probably what yeah. I should have done. Or I should have come for a couple, you know, an hour after that. But then... <sighs> yeah, but where you were out with a single mum and then me and Verge who loose on the dance floor mm. and you're like sitting there being like what the fuck have I to done be honest, it was re- actually super entertaining I got some very good footage <laughs> very good footage it was a good time um, it was a good time but you I wouldn't have done that I I basically I bunker down when I'm pregnant and you're only going to get larger you'll be large and in charge in a couple of months and then and you know then what I think because I've had such a shit like yeah you wanted couple to of months, I was like so excited to get out and you were in heels as well. I never, ever did heels when I was pregnant. Well, again, I, I feel like my body only really started feeling really pregnant. Like that almost day. that day. And then I just so wanted to get away from life because it's just been so hard. Mm. And I was so excited to, like, we obviously had this date booked for a while. And yep. I, in my back of my head, I was like, just got to get to the 12th, just got to get yeah. to the 12th. And then I just realised that I, I like... I just can't do it. Yeah. And I think I think it's good going into summer too because at least, you know, you can just go to the be, beach, go to the pool and, like, you still and, yeah. feel like you're doing something. But in winter when you're pregnant, you kind of just feel it's like depressing. you're just, like, a blob yeah. on the couch or in bed or whatever. Listen, you're one of the few people I know that enjoys being pregnant. I despise being pregnant. I can definitely see it more this time, though. Yeah. I remember my first pregnancy. I was like, why do people hate this? Oh, God. It's, like, it's it's easy. Like, And now looking back, I'm like, wow, I, feel- I kind of I, yeah. I get it a lot more now. Yeah, it's been definitely the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, um, I'm sure that I can speak on behalf of all the women listening and maybe men that we are all very very happy for you thank you and i i am I very can't wait excited it doesn't move oh. <laughs> it doesn't move it just you, murphy's law you keep saying it you're gonna get like a, what, a, one a week shadow old, box a one week old that like starts walking yeah you, your third baby is gonna start walking at eight and a half months oh, probably <laughs> running by one make a world record or something um i'm very excited to meet him or her very excited i want to be in there I said if you can, you can. Yeah. I would love to be. But I feel like you would be like a full distraction though. <laughs> Maybe like dancing in the corner or something. They'd be like, listen, get that, get she that needs to leave. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd be a great support person. I actually think you might pass out. I mean... I- Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how. I, I, I reckon I could do a vaginal birth. Oh, compared uh, to a cesarean. Yeah. I, I don't know if I how I would go with, like, seeing your stomach and stuff being well, sliced open. Well, I pull the thing down right at the end. Oh, of course. I wouldn't be that side. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Me, I'm just down you with the doctors. I'm just down with the doctors. You still see. I'll just focus on the baby. 
okay, well, I, I've got to go home and pick up my children. You've got children to pick up. We could just leave yours there for a bit longer and have a rest. I get a bit more extended hours <laughs> than you. But thank you for sharing your wonderful news with us all. Old news for me, but new news for you guys. I hope and, that um, everyone that um, I hope that like since the last podcast we did, I've met and spoken to yeah. so many people going through IVF, and I hope there's some other rainbow babies yeah. happening. Once you start speaking to people too, even though you don't know them, you get so invested in like... And you're constantly like checking in oh, and stuff. And it's, so, it's such a good, Little. again, why I advocate so much to talk. It's because it's just, you feel like, you, I almost feel like I have like a full group of friends mm. that I'll probably never even meet mm-hmm. that I know so much about. Yeah, it's nice. And you just have someone that's going through exactly the same thing that you're talking to and like... So, like, Sarah, there's this one girl called Sarah. She'll probably listen to this. She's in Ireland. Oh, wow. Like, she's not even... Oh, I think... Is she blonde? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. she's messaged me. I've spoken to her for a long time. Is she time. a pen pal now? She's another pen pal. Yeah. And um, you have these people in your life where you're like, oh, I just can't wait. Like, I just hope it happens. You want and after, for them. After they have... You know, I mean, I do have that person they, in my life. That was you. you. But, yeah, I guess, but yeah, but especially when you've been through it as well, like you just yeah. and, and you fall pregnant, you're like, oh, I just want them to 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 get there to too, get there, right? Yeah. And she's like two weeks behind me, I think. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so she's pregnant as well with yeah. her first, second, but like he's fifteen or something. Oh, okay, cool. So she's seventeen weeks, something like that. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. So that's what I mean. You become yeah. and now you have someone that can be like, hey, do you have a bump yet? Or hey, yeah, have you had your yeah. scan or whatever. Yeah. And even though you don't know them and you'll probably never, like, I'll probably never even meet her, but it's nice. Like, it's a real mm. nice feeling like you have this little family that's all going through. Yeah, that's that's literally, I feel like that's the best thing about social media. Obviously, there's pros and cons to it, but the the pros far outweigh the cons and that is, and that there is an incredible community of women out there who just become so invested and, and vice versa in each other's lives and are there even sometimes when you don't meet, right? Exactly. Well, um, thanks, thank guys. You. Thanks for listening and we'll keep you posted. We'll Maybe do we'll... a podcast when like, they're cutting it out. And <laughs> our, our next podcast can be when... But um, Bezel's giving birth, and I'll <laughs> I won't announce the gender, but so maybe Trent can. Do you scream? You a screamer? No, I'm mute. Oh, you're a mute. I'm a mute. Yeah, yeah I'm a screamer. I swear. So you that's... scream even in cesareans? No, like you go into like full... I go into like like it's all in your face. I moo. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I'm a mooer. Oh, I thought you were like full. I'm fire. like an internal. Like yeah, I don't make any noise. So when I had my high cozy, where they 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 check to see Flush. if your tubes, yeah. Are... Did you shriek? It, so it's like four and a half seconds of pain. <laughs> I was like, fuck! Oh, and then yeah. I remember after it saying, is this what labour's like? He's like, oh, labour's heaps worse. Yeah. Like, I'm tapping out. <laughs> Cesarean for me then. Thank I you. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, it's nothing the same. I was like, hmm. Okay. I'll just have a chop. Yeah. All right, guys, we will love you and leave you. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're all as happy as I am to hear Bezel's good news. And I hope that if you are also on, you know, a familiar journey, I hope that you see the light one day it happens for you. Bye, guys. Bye for now. Bye.